Hey there, and welcome to the If She Did It podcast. I'm your host, Becky Fagan, a social media and business growth coach helping aspiring and new entrepreneurs kickstart their business and master Instagram marketing. In these episodes, we'll be talking all things entrepreneurship and social media marketing as a whole. You'll leave every episode energized and ready to bring yourself and your business to the next level. Welcome back to the If She Did It podcast. Today, we're talking with Mariah Bentz, who is the founder of MBM Agency, which is a digital marketing company that helps service-based businesses grow their revenue through profitable websites. She knows her stuff, guys, and she has some really awesome stuff to share with all of us, um, especially surrounding three things that make a website profitable, what needs to be included on a homepage, and how to optimize your website for SEO. So we talk about some really great stuff in a really solid amount of time. It's not too long of an episode, and I really, really think that you're going to enjoy it, so definitely stay tuned and listen to the whole thing. Um, I did want to remind you all, if any of you are listening to this um, in the month of December still, uh, because we still have about a week left, um, I am still taking pre-enrollment clients for the Abundant Business Academy, and anyone that signs up for the Abundant Business Academy prior to January 1st will get um, a $200 discount as well as a bonus 90-minute intensive session with me in the month of January for um, the round of the Abundant Business Academy that will be starting in February. So this program is really, really awesome for anyone who is in the beginning stages of their business, who is really ready to transform into that entrepreneurial mindset, really treat their business like a business, no more treating it like a hobby, and actually ready to start signing clients and um, getting really clear on who that client is. So we're gonna work a lot on Instagram strategy, client attraction, um, social selling, all that really great stuff. Um, and I'm really, really excited for this next round. We're even going to be having an in-person weekend retreat, everything included, obviously other than, you know, your flights to get there. Um, but it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to actually get to meet my clients in person. Like how freaking epic. Um, and this is the perfect way to just allow your business to thrive and become super, super profitable in 2020. So if you're ready to make 2020 your year, this program is perfect for you. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but definitely get in on that if you are ready to, you know, take control of your business in 2020. And without further ado, let's get into this episode of the If She Did It podcast. Um, I really, really hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast, Mariah. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. So I want to start off by you just sharing your story with us. Um, tell us what got you started as an entrepreneur and more about what you do. Yeah. So what I do now is we have a digital marketing agency and we specialize in websites and SEO. And I've been in marketing for almost five years. And I was working, I started as like a marketing admin for an event technology company. Um, eventually ended up being marketing manager. And while I was working there, I quickly realized like, wait, I can do this for other people because a lot with marketing is it's, you know, a very similar formula, very similar process. It's just the details are different for each company that you add in. And at the time it happened that either I had friends or my parents had friends who were starting businesses and they kind of just started asking for my advice. And once I saw that advice working, I was like, I could really <laughs> make money for this. So I started freelancing. This is back in like, I think 20, 
2017, 2016, something like that, I started freelancing. Um, and then little by little, eventually grew this into full time. And 2018, like mid 2018, that's when I really went full time with the business. And then 2019 has been like a crazy year. We grew our team. We now have six people on the team, including me. Um, yeah, it's been a wild ride <laughs> this year. That's amazing. That's so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. It's fun, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bad at the point where I, I'm like super stubborn and I'm like, I can do everything on my own. I want my money. Like I'll like I can work from by myself. Like I don't need help. And I'm at the point where I'm like, you got to like get off your high horse, Becky. Like it's time to get some support. Yeah, that's so funny. I literally just recorded a podcast episode yesterday for my podcast and it was like the top things I learned in 2019. And the very first one was like, you need to hire people. It's like, <laughs> you think you can do it yourself, but like you can do so much more once you have help. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm realizing. So it's, it's, it's that time. Yeah. Um, so what inspired, I know you like kind of touched on this a little bit in this first answer, but what inspired you to really go after your dreams and become an entrepreneur? So I feel like I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit when growing up. I was always trying to start my own businesses and it was always kind of revolving around the online space. Like when I was in middle school, my space was huge still. So I had my own like layout site that people were using. I didn't make any money off of it, but still it was like in the design realm and tech. And I was like so I geeked out of it. I remember I would wake up at like 5 a.m. to like check my stats to see like how many people visited this site. I, and it was like so exciting to me, which is so funny to think about it now. And then when I was 17, I tried starting like an e-commerce, like a little online boutique, which did not go very well. But still, you know, like I was always trying to start and kind of do my own thing. But I feel like why this worked and other things didn't is because I... I feel like I believed in myself a little bit more. I feel like back then, obviously, I was still young. But I think what really, what speeded up the process with growth here is like my mindset, really, and just like not giving up and keep trucking forward. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love that MySpace thing. When I was, um, I sometimes tell people like when I first realized that I was obsessed with like the online space, I was like 10 years old, like blogging my life away on live journal. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> and then, yeah, when I, like when I was in middle school, I got on MySpace, and I remember I, my mom actually like found my MySpace and was like, you have to take this down. Like, absolutely not. And I just like made another one. Sorry, mom. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I never did anything like made my own layout like that, but I do remember like, doing basic coding to like get the yeah it's crazy because now I have to do some coding you know like every so often and everything I know is because of MySpace (laughs) but I had the same thing my parents didn't know I had a MySpace and then they like randomly found it and they were like made me show my whole profile and then I was like but wait check out this and they were like what the heck we don't even know you have this like secret life online with like the layout side and the html and I have my own little website and (laughs) that's amazing I love that (laughs) okay so with that in mind I know that websites are your jam so talk to us about the three things that make a website profitable okay so so let me do a little backstory yeah Yeah. I'm just just like that in there yeah (laughs) so that people can kind of be like okay because so I started with web design like I designed my first website technically in middle school 
Um, but my real official one was like when I was 17 years old and then I was consistently freelancing with websites even before, um, I started my marketing job, but junior designers, beginner designers, a lot of them just focus on the design, which is important and is still a key piece. And one of those three key pieces that are important, um, to have a profitable website, but most people are missing two other key pieces and that's being found on Google um, because a lot of people, you know, they get so excited that they design this website. Either they hire someone that's super affordable or they try to do it themselves and they are so excited to hit that publish button. And once they do that, it's like they're expecting an influx of leads to come in, but all they hear is crickets. And that's because like it wasn't really optimized to sell. Um, so one, the very main, most important thing to make a website profitable is you have to be found on Google. So if someone is typing in key phrases for your services, like you want to be showing up for them. You want to be popping up. And then when someone actually goes onto your website, you want to make sure that your message resonates with your audience. So you want to like right away in that first picture, in that first header, you want to have your like I help line. Like a lot of people talk about having that I help statement on Instagram bios. So it's like a very similar thing. You want people to see the very first thing like, okay, this is what they do. This is who they help. You know, like do they connect with it or not? And then going forward on your homepage, you want to tell them maybe some stats to show why you have authority in this space. Um, you, I like to put like, some questions that kind of touch on their pain points. So if you go on our website, you'll see our I help statement and then right underneath it is like, does SEO make your head hurt? Do, are you not showing up on Google? Are your competitors taking your clients? So I really want the people to be like, oh my gosh, yes. This is what I'm going through, right? And then right after that is when I put the stats to kind of show our authority and to build more of that trust. So it's showing up on Google, that's number one. The second thing is connecting that making sure that your message resonates with your audience. And number three is design because I have had a client come on recently that they were getting amazing search results. Like they were ranking number one on Google for a bunch of their keywords, but they were not getting any leads. Like they were getting a lot of traffic to their site, but they weren't getting any leads and their messaging was right on point. Like it was like a roofing company. So most of the times when someone's looking for a roofing company, they're looking for that service. So it's like there shouldn't, there was no reason why people weren't contacting them except they didn't update their website for like seven years. So the design was super outdated. Um, so once we updated that, they kind of saw way better results. So design is still important, but it's kind of last on the, of the three. Yeah. So talking about being searchable on Google and SEO, um, can you expand on that? Because I think that a lot of people, think they understand it, but don't totally understand it. Or they're just like, no, I have absolutely no clue what the hell SEO is. So mm -hmm. if you could uh, shine a light on that for us, that would be great. Yeah. So being found on Google. So basically, so I'll break it down kind of the three steps that we do that I feel like it's kind of easy for people to understand. But first, basically when people search your service on Google, Google has to understand that your website is relevant enough. And if you don't have enough key phrases on your website, they will not understand that your website is relevant enough. So what you want to do is basically want to sit down and start brainstorming what keywords or phrases will people use to search in the Google search bar for your services. So for example, for us, it could be like, 
web design agency, web designer. Um, we're located in Atlanta, so maybe it's like web designer in Atlanta, you know? So just like come up with a bunch of variations, all sorts of variations, um, like for example, web designer in Atlanta and Atlanta web designer, right? Because you don't, you never know which one will be um, more searched for. And then there's a tool, there's a free tool that anyone can use. It's called Uber Suggest. And basically you can start plugging in your keywords and it'll show you how many searches does that keyword get per month. So you can kind of rank them okay. You know, if one gets 50 searches per month based on your industry, you might be like, uh, but maybe another one gets like a thousand searches per month. So you're like, okay, I'm going to use that thousand search per month. And then it also tells you like if it's easier not to rank for them, some keywords are com uh, more competitive. So if you're kind of a beginner, start with the easier, uh, the words that are easier to rank for. And then on your website, say if you're, if you have a service that is like fitness coaching and you have a page just for your fitness coaches, you want to include that keyword one time in the header two times in the subheader and then three times kind of in the, within the paragraph of the text. And that is kind of Google's formula for them to understand that your website is relevant to the search. Interesting. I like grasp yeah. that. And at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I'm going to have to listen to this podcast. Episode <laughs> like, all of this. Let me know if I can explain it easier because I'm in this every single day. So I'm like, oh, it's just blah, 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 blah. But um, I feel like it is easier than it sounds, especially like getting started on it. And just these doing these three steps, I've had friends that I'm like, okay, just do this. And they started, they started implementing this and they've seen results just from this. So in terms of like looking for keywords to use, so something like fitness coach or business coach, like that's a really broad, probably really often used like keyword. Mm -hmm. um, is there like, does that, um, that website that you said that people can use to like find the find keywords and stuff. Does it give suggestions of like, like you can like use this instead? Am I making? Yes, yes, that? yes, it does. Yeah. And some, some general terms could have a lot of searches and some general terms could not have a lot of searches. It's just, you have to do your research and see, but they do give suggestions. And I do recommend if you are locally based somewhere and if you could provide local services, then I do recommend um, doing that location tag, okay. like maybe, you know, fitness coach in Orange County, you know, something like that. Got it. Awesome. Okay. So another thing, um, that you had mentioned was to, to me before recording this episode was about <laughs> <laughs> the homepage and what needs to be included on the homepage of our website. So, let us know. Tell us what we need to be putting on there. <laughs> yes. So I referenced this a little bit in the beginning um, with the messaging component of your website, but I do believe the homepage is like the most important page because oftentimes it's the first page that people will see. And if they don't connect with it, um, they'll kind of just like exit out and you'll have a high bounce rate. Um, and the homepage, like people need to see, it's like, it needs to be like a brochure. They need to see who you're about. Why should they trust you? Why you have authority? So we kind of have this like homepage formula that we do for most of our customers. And it's basically it kind of goes like this. So first you have the header that has a beautiful picture. That's something related to your um, industry. And then you have that I help statement because you want them right away in five seconds to understand if this is for them or if it's not. 
Then right, right underneath is having those pain points, like having those questions, asking maybe three or four questions that you know your audience is struggling with and touching on their pain points for them to understand like, okay, this is what they help with. And oh my gosh, I'm totally in this space where I need help. Um, and then right underneath, I always, always like to add some sort of statistics, at least three, um, just to show people your authority. So before they even see what your services are, before they see your testimonials, you want to show them and you want to wow them of like, okay, this person's legit. So that could either be maybe some press features, right? If you're featured in some big press features, you want to have that up top, or maybe you want to say like, how many years have you been in the industry? Um, how many customers have you served? Or if you have something where you can show statistics, like for example, for us, for SEO, we have stats on our average traffic increase for our customer, our average lead increase for our customer. So you want to have these stats that really show your authority in the space. And then right under that, then you can sh share your services and then share your testimonials. And, um, and then I also kind of within that, either having a pop-up box, box or kind of in one of the sections, you want to have like a freebie to get people on your email list. Got it. So one thing that I see a lot on homepages is that people will have like a mini bio and then it's either like read more or on the top, there's just the like link to like their about section. Do you have an opinion one way or another about having that on your homepage? Yeah, I have seen this a lot too. I typically don't necessarily like adding it on the homepage because I feel like when someone is getting on your homepage, they don't really know your business yet and they don't necessarily care. I feel like that sounds harsh, but I feel like you need to show them of like why you have authority and they, um, why you can help them because at that point they kind of just care about themselves and like, what can you do for them? And then once they kind of see from your homepage or your sales page or whatever, and the sales page, we kind of have similar, uh, formulas for each, but once they kind of see that, like, okay, this person is for me they can help me. They have the authority and I trust them. Then they're going to kind of navigate your website a little bit more to learn more about you. So I like to keep it off. Got it. Awesome. So, okay. So now I feel like this is a big thing. So a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in the beginning stages of their business. And what I find with people in the beginning stages of their business, they're like on two extreme ends of the spectrum. They're either like, I'm not going to get a website. I'm not going to worry about a website. I'll like, you know, figure things out however I need to. Maybe they like utilize like MailChimp landing pages mm -hmm. or like we'll pay for lead pages <clears throat> or something like that. And then there's the other extreme where it's like I won't even try and get clients or hire a coach or anything like that until I have my website made. And it's very mm. like, rare that I see anything in between. It's just like one of the two extremes. So I would love to get your take on like what – I mean, I like I like I know the importance of a website, but what your take is on when the best time is to get a website, and like, is it necessary to focus literally one hundred percent of of your energy on that website and nothing else until that's done? If that makes sense. That's a yeah. That's a great question. I mean, let me think because I feel like I'm like a little bit biased, obviously, because I'm a web designer. Right. So I'll tell you why I think it would be beneficial to start with the website. Um, 
I don't necessarily know if it would be best to focus all your energy yourself. Like I will say if you can hire a professional because um, you can kind of, I feel like you can tell if someone has created their website, unless if they're a graphic designer, unless if they're like a creative, they, they can do it themselves. But I feel like I have definitely seen some websites where people have tried to do it themselves where I feel like it doesn't look as amazing as it could. Um, but I feel like why starting with the website is good is especially if you start with a professional and if you start with someone with like the SEO aspect of it is because once you set it up, um, SEO takes a time to come into effect. Like, right. If you did these keyword updates, doesn't mean you're going to see results the next day. It takes fully to see your fruits come into fruition is like six to 12 months. Um, we've had some people see results in three months, but it's like a long-term game. But when you input that on your website, you have better chances to show up on Google faster. So I feel like if you initially put in the work, um, it'll kind of work for you when people are searching for you on Google that you'll start getting like organic traffic and organic leads coming to your website. And then you can focus all of your energy on selling and marketing online on the social spaces. So I feel like it's good to have it in the beginning because, um, you know, because it's just like you get it, it's done, and it's working for you in the background, and you don't have to really, like, think about it. Yeah. But I do understand if people in the beginning can't afford it. Um, like, you can definitely continue getting clients, I think, if you're marketing on social media and on Instagram and you're consistently, you can definitely still get clients on there. But if you can't afford a professional, I would say go with the professional because they'll probably do it better and faster yeah, uh, than if you try sure. focusing on your all your energy on it. For sure. And kind of what, what I'm hearing is like your website's important. You should get it like as soon as you possibly can. And like you said, like you can still get clients through like social media and that kind of a thing. So, you know, and I, this is kind of – partially what I'm hearing from you, partially like what, what I kind of think is like, yes, that website's important. And I'm not saying to wait on it. Like people should go in and like get that website done. And like, they don't need to wait for their website to try and get a client through social media. Do mm -hmm. you agree with that? Yeah. And I will say if you are, you know, hiring a web designer, don't just hire a web designer, really try to do your research and make sure that they input search engine optimization and they actually do it and ask them questions of how are they going to do it and make sure that they're talking about doing keywords and building links onto your website because I feel like if you just build a website and it's kind of just there in outer space it's just not worth it right um, unless if you just literally use it as a portfolio to drive traffic from whoever you meet but if you do invest in a website like make sure that it's worth it with the search engine optimization. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's a really helpful point. Like I find a lot of people in all areas when they're first starting their business, they just hire the first person they connect with and they don't know the questions to ask. Mm -hmm. And then like a year later, it's like damage control to like fix the things or like support them with the things that mm -hmm. they didn't know to ask the, for the support in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I will say like, if someone is cheap, like maybe they're in the beginning phases and if you want someone cheap, like maybe they'll still create a beautiful website, but if that's all you want, 
is just to have it there. Like that's one thing. But if you really want to start driving traffic to it, like organic traffic, um, it will not be cheap. And I've had a client actually, it was really interesting. She reached out to me in the beginning of the year and you know, we talked about kind of creating and updating her website. She ended up going with someone more affordable. Um, they created the website, but they didn't do any SEO or anything like that. She ended up coming back towards the end of the year and reinvesting because she realized like how important it was. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to make that mistake. Yeah. So basically normally it's more affordable to take, make the bigger investment up front because then you don't have to do the damage control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. Awesome. So this was all like super great information, super helpful. Um, but to end the podcast, I always love to end it with this question since this podcast is a lot about inspiring people to go after their dreams. Um, if someone is thinking about starting their own business, but is scared to get started, what would you want to tell them? Just go for it. <laughs> I know that's such a simple answer. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like that was like why my other businesses didn't work out was because my mindset was like I was so fearful and I kept doubting myself. But honestly, just sit down, write out what your offer is going to be, write out your prices, write out kind of what your process is going to be once you get your first client and start showing up on Instagram. Like if you have an Instagram account, start showing up, start kind of talking about it, start showing people maybe behind the scenes of what you're working on so that people kind of start getting used to you um, and just start networking with people and just go for it and don't quit. Because I think a lot of times when businesses fail, quote unquote, is because the person gave up. But if you keep trying and keep going, you're going to make it. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. That was a great, that was a great final point. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mariah, for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so I hope you loved this episode. I think it was pretty amazing. Um, I will put Mariah's information in the show notes so that you can reach out to her if you want some help with your website or just want to check her out. She also has a really awesome podcast that I will be on in the next few weeks. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And yeah, everything will be linked so that you could check her out. If you're enjoying this podcast, please give it a rating, um, hopefully five stars, but you know, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, definitely let me know that you're loving it. Let me know what, you know, kind of things you would like me to be talking about. Let me know if there's anyone specific you want me to interview on the podcast. Give me all the details. Give me all the reviews. I would really, really appreciate it. Um, the information for the Abundant Business Academy, that link to set up your your chat with me will be in the show notes as well. And I hope you have a fabulous Christmas break. Enjoy yourselves, take some time off, um, and I'll see y'all either next week or in the new year.